You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here on Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am Joe Horsmeyer coming at you from our lakeside facility where we have our beautiful recording studio. Um, and today I have with me the one and only Abby Beekle, who Woo! I know. I just, just give me a second. I'm going to build you up here. <laughs> Not that she needs any introduction, but like Abby's a big deal um, just because of who she is straight up. Uh, Abby sometimes is a host on Off the Clock as well, uh, but we did have Abby on way earlier on. Uh, in, <laughs> we got giggle pants over there. I know. I can't, <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> uh, wowza. So you were on earlier, and we talked about your house. We talked about dating, and we talked about concerts. Concerts. So we're going to talk about some of those things, but mm -hmm. we also have other topics to talk about. Before we get to those, what's your Johnsonville story? It's been yeah, a couple years. It has so. been. There's been a little bit of change, but, you know, so um, I started in our business to business customer service area, uh, kind of learned the business from the ground up. I'm going to pause you there for a second. Yeah. I literally was thinking the other day, I don't know what B2B is. Business to business. I now yeah. know what B2B yeah. is. Traditional customer service would be more like a, hi, um, you're a consumer. You purchase product. Do you like it? You know, that kind, yeah. kind of customer service. So. Um, that's why we distinguish it business to business because that's more of like a, I'm a representative of Johnsonville and I'm taking care of Cisco. How can I help with your order? Wow. You know, like let's get that truckload there. Talk about making mm -hmm. your customers great. Yeah. Woo. That's what we do. Okay. That's what we Is do. Is that a normal thing that businesses have? Yeah. I, oh, okay. I think it's in it, sometimes they call it something different, like a sales yeah. coordinator, right? They're you're they're taking care of everything um, from order entry to order invoicing. Okay. So our our business to business customer service is just called that because it still is customer service. You're taking care of your customer. So Well, hot diggity dog. I'm yeah. so glad I learned that today. All right, yes. good. Yes. Making notes. Um, and then I, last October, took on the executive assistant role. So um, I have moved to a different building and still kind of a little jack of all trades. Yeah, I did hear a story of uh, a moment that you needed to <laughs> you needed to come back down to the old B2B. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. What was the deal there? Just um, shorthanded or? Uh, yes. And, and we just, you know, we had some, a lot of training happening, right? New members coming in mm. um, and I'm an old dog. So I just, <laughs> I have a really good um, grasp on the system. So okay, okay. that's where my expertise comes in, you know, right? Like kind of helping finesse communication, yeah. right? That's a big part of it. Sometimes you have to deliver not fun news and it's all about your tact on how you do it. So um, I was just kind of brought in from a system standpoint, like how do we get these members feeling comfortable in the system? SAP is a beast, right? Yeah, and yeah. I love trying to break it every chance <laughs> I get. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I'm sure that there are some people who love to hear you say that as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and yeah. Corey. And yes. Yeah, okay, good. You're like, oh, great, this girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, awesome. And congratulations on your, um, you. your job change and all the good mm-hmm. things. And that's been fun? It has been. Good. It's, it's a wild ride, you know? I can only imagine. I think there's a lot of jobs like that at Johnsonville. Yeah. I mean, it's it's we're always growing. We're always evolving. And you learn something new every day. <laughs> hey, B2B. Uh, B2B. So... <laughs> That being said, what is your favorite part about working at Johnsonville? I love the fact that there's always areas to grow into. I'm always um, meeting new people, learning about their role. Like it's it's a business in which I feel like having an inquisitive nature is is encouraged. Right. I love asking questions. I love um, you know, I get that it takes time and confidence to feel comfortable to ask your peers. I don't know about this, but Mm. can you help me? You know, in fact, um, I, I'm not great at forecasting or budget. That is uh, an area of opportunity for me, right? Okay. Um, but I have no problem reaching out to the people that are managing those those budgets and being like, I don't understand these three lines. Help uh-huh. me learn. Help me be better at what I need to do to provide you a better outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, we're all working for the same goal. And right. um, I just appreciate that we have an environment of feeling comfortable asking questions, or That's, at least I've always felt that way. Yeah, I would have to echo that. Now, the people who you reach out to, how are they at responding? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Let me let me exactly. just see if we've got a little bit of time on the calendar that we can set up and I can go through it. I think it's just easier to show you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect, because I'm a visual person. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, that is – I in all the, the podcasts now that we've done, I don't know that anyone's really talked about the – the atmosphere in that way so mm-hmm. i'm really glad that you brought that up yeah yep i i just think it's a really important one that i think in in a in a day when you ask the question it can feel frenzied and you can feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it makes i think it it, it kind of puts like this negative connotation in your mind that is it good that i'm asking this question is it good that i don't know the answer absolutely it is because now you've just uncovered an opportunity to grow <laughs> Abby, I always love your Johnsonville story, but as much as I'd love that, what I'd love to hear more is your off-the-clock story. So, I'm sorry we do not have chips and salsa for you here. I'm really disappointed. I know. Maybe that'll come in time. Everybody love hearing me crunch, crunch, crunch. I'm not going to lie. After you (laughs) said it off mic, Abby was like, we should have chips and salsa. And after you said it, I, I hadn't made the connection until right now that I'm like, I really do want that on the regular. I drove past Chili's and I'm like, why is that not a thing? <laughs> why is that not in the studio? <laughs> uh, well, anyways, more to come on that. <laughs> Abby, let's talk about your off the clock story. So last episode, which I encourage everyone to go and listen to. It's a very good episode. <laughs> Humbling. <laughs> very good episode, ladies and gentlemen. Abby did talk about so you wanted to remodel your house yes all by yourself yes or was that the original plan I, well I mean me. on, on on my own right not yeah. hiring a contractor yeah, yeah, and yeah, just kind of okay. doing this we we have some learnings here who's we myself okay I talk about I'm, I'm gonna refer to myself as we head. because most people are executing like my dad my dad's executing the work my friends. okay 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 um I help don't get me wrong like uh, this girl can carry an 80-pound bag of concrete on Woo. her shoulder. Just an FYI, Woo. if you have to. Woo. But anyway, so 
Um, I learned that mm-hmm. I'm not good at putting a flow together in my house. And I'm great at rework. Hold and on, hold on. Let's back up. Flow? Flow. Are you talking flow. about feng shui? Feng shui. Okay, if you want to be fancy. I was Are you literally just talking about like how to get flow. through your house? <laughs> Maybe feng shui is better. Okay, n- <laughs> nailed it. Okay, so I was thinking like colors, like do they flow together? Oh, but okay, but yes, okay. you can walk through my hallways and get from one room to another. <laughs> In fact, I have a giant circle to get through all of them if you would really like to know. There's an excellent flow. Yeah, if we could get the <laughs> blueprints to your house, we'd love to post that. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So, so let's say, let's back up even more. Yeah. Is the big work done? Like you live in no. your house. At, oh, I live in my house though. Yeah, well, you I were mean, living in it at that time. Yeah, I, but yeah. You were covered in dust. <laughs> still, still. <laughs> so I, I gutted my entire second floor. Right, gutted it down to bare bones. There, that that started six those years pictures, ago. Pictures exist. That yes, I've seen those. <laughs> So we've gotten the floor up, but that's because we had to replace the knob and tube wiring that was in my floor. <laughs> right. The knob and tube <laughs> To go down to the, to the first floor. Okay. But okay. now, so as we're working on this, guess what happens? I get my house painted. I replace my, my furnace, my AC, all this, all this stuff. Spend money. I'm like really trying to, to make this house nice. Mm-hmm. So after I get my house painted, I have aluminum siding, right? Okay. In the front, I wanted to put like brick. Very nice. On on the front. Cream City. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. No, actually, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a shout out here. <gasps> My sister works at Beaclestone, so I was gonna Beagle try to do Beaclestone. Any? Nah. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna nope. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's awfully unique. <laughs> However, so as we're ripping off this aluminum paneling that's on the front, mm-hmm. like chunks of wood are coming off, like. The base of this porch is falling apart. Abby, and are you telling me your house is falling apart? My porch was falling off. Oh I kid no. you not. My dad's helping me, right? And my dad doesn't say, oh, no, for just anything. And I'm mm. on the other, like, I'm on the north side of the house. He's on the south side. And I just hear him go, oh, no. And I go, as what? I'm ripping this panel off, my first panel, and I go, what is oh, no, dad? And just as I say it, I'm ripping it off, and I see it just crumbling so the house did not have a proper foundation underneath it, right? Oh. And then it was an open porch, and then they slapped some windows and a roof on top. Of course, yeah. So it just, like, all, like, was just molded, like, yeah. rotting. Rotting. And Your porch was rotting. It was rotting, falling off the house. <clears throat> so we had to rip that all off. Well, meanwhile, the upstairs is gutted, and I don't have a lot of funds to do both so projects. So you don't have a front porch now. Oh, I do. So that Go happened on. two years ago, and we 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 rebuilt it. It's oh. beautiful. It's magical, right? I, right. I'm assuming so. But instead of just being like, I want this to be a Four Seasons room, my friend's like, you're never going to sit in there. You rip that wall out in between the house and the porch, and you make it part of your house. And I'm like, <laughs> you're a genius. You're right. I won't sit in there. Um. Let's knock out that wall. Like, I felt like, move that van. Knock that wall. <laughs> you know? So we knocked the wall down. No, you didn't. We did. And you know what? I will say it's magical. But now I have this weird-shaped living room. It's literally an L. And there's no flow to it, right? Okay. So 
But so I'm working on flooring yet. I'm working on getting window shades. Have you seen how much it costs to get blinds? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of protesting. So my neighbors know a lot about my life. (laughs) 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 So there's there's that. Yeah, I found out blinds because my kids love to rip them off. So to replace that is annoying. Oh, my goodness. So you ripped walls off. Your second story is still vacant. There is one room, and it's a bathroom. Okay. And I had to rip paneling off of that because my dad and I, (laughs) like. Your poor dad. We we put paneling underneath. Like, we rebuilt it but made it so that there was airflow and, like, put lattice up, right? Very good. But we were resourceful, and we used paneling to put over the um, the insulation, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And then... And then we put, we didn't put house wrap on, which I found that's a learning because there's a draft. I feel that. So instead of doing laminate, I'm going to do carpet because I think it'll keep my feet warmer. Abby, Resale what's value. Your, what's your long, yeah, what's your, what's your game here? I don't know. <laughs> it's so scary to me too. <laughs> Some people shouldn't be homeowners, but it's cheaper. <laughs> so here I am. And I'm I'm comfortable with that. Okay, I, <laughs> as long as you're comfortable with it. I mean, and the other thing too is an all call out to any and all members of Johnsonville who are handy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Abby would love to buy you a beer yes. or something. I'll right? even get a cooler of beer and wow. and maybe even find you you know a designated driver to get you back home that night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So anyways, I, I'm really glad that we did this public service announcement yes. for you because it sounds like it was needed. Um, Johnsonville Side Hustles. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I mean, are, are you saying that you want to be hired to be a contractor? No, oh, I don't. Okay, Do you know okay. how exhausting that, that sounds as a job? Yeah. I, I don't. Well, based off of your house. Yeah. I, I, like, I literally, there are days where I get home and I kick my feet up. And I look over in that porch and I see that it's still plywood. Oh, my goodness. Abby, Abby, um, we got to get you on a timeline here, okay? I know. What's a realistic time that we can get your house? I'm thinking let's let's work on one floor at a time, Joe. One floor at a time. One floor at a time. Not the second floor? Uh, No. Because that's been, what, four, five years now? Six, okay. pushing seven. Remember when I started like <laughs> knocking the walls out? That yeah. was in 2016. <laughs> okay, okay. Things happen. Yeah, they do. Life happens. <laughs> right. Yep. So I'm thinking the downstairs, realistic, three to six months. Oh. Okay. I really just need the flooring. That's really it. And baseboard. Got it. So it's, it's really not as bad as I make it seem, but it's been a process mm. because Every once in a while, when I have guests over, I have to go upstairs to use my bathroom. And it's awkward, right? Because it's unfinished, and it's been unfinished for six years. Well, but you're not having your guests go up there. I should. Um, Excuse me, this is my bathroom. You go upstairs. (laughs) Enjoy. Watch out for nails (laughs) when you're going going up. (laughs) And here's your free tetanus shot. (laughs) Yes. On the way up. <laughs> yes. Make sure you have insurance if you come to my house. <laughs> now, I am, I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit, but it still has to do with your homestead. Do you still have your pup? I your dog? do. Okay. Because I know we talked about your dog last So, time. do you remember when we, we had pictures and she yeah. ha- she was like kind of adorable, had these big like ears. Wait, you said kind of adorable. Kind of adorable. Well, let me just tell you, 
Did something change? She's still really cute. Okay. However, <laughs> her head never grew, and she's got a really small head for her body, <laughs> her body shape and size. And I love my dog dearly. Um, well, she's got your the dog's totally going to listen to this and not be a fan, of course. <laughs> I mean, we, I'm, you know, she's just a sweet, sweet girl yeah. with a small head. Oh, it's just the dog. best. So let's see here. Does the dog appreciate? Well, I guess the dog doesn't know any better. She doesn't. Um, because she's lived in your house. Oh, yeah. Without it being upstairs ever. <laughs> she loves going upstairs, though. It's like a treat for her. She's like, ooh, I'm going to go smell things that I haven't smelled. And it's like all like raw wood. So she mm, just like, yeah. she loves it. Perfect. Loves it. Okay, good. But she doesn't know that that's part of her house. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so your dog's still good. Your house is is in process. It's a it's a whip we like to call a work in progress. Yeah, yeah it's a whip for seven, almost seven. Almost years? seven okay. years. Oh, yep. Very good. We all cringed on that one. That's all right. Uh, all right. So then let's switch gears <laughs> on you here. Now we did talk about dating. We did talk about. Do you want to talk about dating again? So I um because you were trying apps and all kinds yeah. of stuff, right? Groupon. Okay. He Gr- knows. Yeah. He knows. So I do have a boyfriend, Hey-o. ladies and gentlemen. I did finally find one that was willing to deal with my seven-year unfinished project. Is that why? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, okay. So it was um, it was a fun, like, getting to know him. Um, I am very – I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm a, a very – I have no, how I like to explain my brain is some people have a very linear brain, like, right? Like if you put a piece of string out and you laid it in a flat line, mm-hmm. some people have that ability. Mine is like a knotted up, like if you put fishing wire in a bag for too long and it just makes this knot, that's my brain. And you have to be able to deal with that, right? Like you have to be able to deal with, Abby could tell a story, but you're going to hear seven stories in the middle of it. Okay. And he's good with that. What a man. Patient. What a man, Patient. what a man, what a man. Mighty Nailed. fine man. Right? That's how it goes? Um, yes, he is. Good. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as she was explaining her brain, though, ladies and gentlemen, the, the motion she was doing with her hands as well was so good. So rich. I felt like I was in that you bag. You understood? Tangled fishing wire. <laughs> Yes. Oh gosh. I, w- I thought about that analogy as I was driving here because you need to understand that oh that's how my brain works <laughs> in order to tolerate this podcast Ladies today. Ladies and gentlemen, Abby did pre-work for yeah. this podcast. I did. Good work. I um, did. Okay, so very happy that you found a, mm-hmm. a wonderful man yes. in your life yes. and who can handle the... Is he in the process of untangling the fishing wire? I don't think that's possible. Okay. And I think... This so now this is where I'm gonna and kind not of. And it's a bad thing that you've no. got tangled. If you can make it work, by all means. Like like I said, he's got an amazing amount of patience. Don't don't think that I don't wear it thin at times. Um, oh. and and I giggle about that because he's very kind about it. <laughs> but anyways, how why I think it's important to bring him up is that he has also made me aware of a thing that I do. Mm. And I apologize if this is going to offend anyone. Oh, my. I mansplain. So the other day. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the other day. Are go we on, are we doing a timeout? Nope, Do you nope, need a I'm moment? Let you, I'm ready for fishing wire right now. Here we go. Fishing line, Abby. Here we go. So I made this. Um, I was making like a craft cocktail menu, and one of the things I was doing was like a champagne with a like puree. And um, as I'm explaining this to him. I go, yes, you pour it in the glass, not the bottle. And he goes, really, Abby? You pour it in the glass, not the bottle. Huh, weird. I I wouldn't have seen that coming. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I did it again. (laughs) Like, he'll call me on it. And I'm like, oh, that was obvious, (laughs) wasn't that? (laughs) I've never known anyone to label this as mansplaining. I just take it as a normal Male to female interaction. Okay. Well, and I just, I've trained myself to over explain, right? Like explain each step of the process. So that's where my mind went. But then when he said that, I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You wouldn't pop a bottle of champagne and pour a bunch of fruit puree in it. Uh Abby, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going to say that the training that you went through to have to explain things that way is based off of something that might have happened in your past. Yes. That yes. forced you to have to do that. It's just how it's wired up there. Uh. It's the knot. It's the knot. Let's That's where we're going to refer it to from now on. It's the knot. So you're, you're – what, what is his name, by the way? Josh. Josh. Mm-hmm. Good man, Josh. Way to go, Josh. <laughs> Josh. My man. Um, the applause. I I I'm with him. I I'm right there with I my wife also mansplains. If if yeah. that's a thing uh that we can yeah. now start to title that to be I don't I, I don't swear know. it's a thing. I mean when we're done with this, you'll Google it and you're gonna well, find I, it. Well I know what mansplaining is, but never from a female's perspective in terms of I'm giving the explanation. Right, that am I am I I'm right in this, right? Like that's mm. like the that's what I'm doing. I'm mansplaining. I, I think what's going on here is that no one has ever identified what you've identified right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think that you're you're taking a very legitimate stance on it. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know, to to say that uh, you are mansplaining is probably correct. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, is that no one in their right mind would ever call um a significant <laughs> other out for that so i really appreciate the fact that you did it on yourself okay i do because i i do this often i like i just over explain things and in my mind it makes sense you know what my wife likes to say and and i i call her out on this all the time she goes i know i know yes i know you know dear but your actions are showing otherwise which is why i am now explaining something i'm bringing awareness to Mm -hmm. it we, we call could this live. Awareness. We could camp here, but I don't know that we should. How do you say it? Is this the hill you want to fight on right now? <laughs> no, it is not. No, it is not. Oh my goodness, Abby. This is why I really do always appreciate having conversations with you, on or off mic. Um. All right. So Abby's a mansplainer. <laughs> yes, with a knot. With a knot and a house that is still in progress. Okay, so now we're going to talk about concerts. Concerts. Oh, which yes. literally prior to this, I told you about the Foo Fighters. I oh my gosh, I'm still like, like I'm I'm shaking with wow. excitement. 
I, I was wondering what that was that you were doing, but now that you say it, I really it's appreciate like, you breaking she uncomfortable explaining over there? that to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you, how many more? At that time when we did the first episode, you had seen Foo Fighters. I think copious amounts of time. Yeah, I seven? added one more on. Not seven, like oh. three or four. Okay. So I added one more okay. on only, but then tragically we lost our drummer. You yeah. know, like, and I say we as a community of right, Foo right. fans. Um, Who is now in their place? I'm not sure. Okay. I honestly was going to try to look it up, but I'm like, you know what? It'll be a more fun surprise. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kind of hoping that um, Queen's drummer, what's his name? Rufus Taylor, mm. I think would be really, really well, cool Well, I have a feeling he'd be good yeah. anywhere, really. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, watching the tribute concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Bone chills. Like, that was amazing. So that was Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any other... Band. Since, yeah, I have to think about. Th- oh, I took Josh to go see. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> hold on. Un, un, yep, give me a moment. Who's the one that does dreams I'll never see? Why am I struggling with this? Dreams I'll never see. Or, dream, oh my gosh, I'm probably blanking. Look it up. Look it up because it's gonna come to me the second you say it. Okay, we you just went to go see it. Well, anyway, so that. And, um, oh, I went to go see Eric Church. Okay. That was a really cool concert. Yeah? Yeah. It all, in, all in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Nothing outside. Okay. What was the, the name of the song that you were just talking about? Dreams, Dreams I'll Never See. I just need to look it up now because it's, it's really going to bother me that I don't know this. Molly Hatchet? Yes! <laughs> I was going to I kept on wanting to say Motley Crue. I'm like, that's not it. Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. They're like Southern, you know, like a Southern oh, rock. They've got that Southern rock look to them. Yeah. Holy smoke. Yes. Did you know? Oh, they're Fun the ones fact. who do flirting with disaster. Yes. Now, that is not how it goes, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, <laughs> wow. Okay. I still got it, though. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you a fun fact. There is not a civil single remaining um, living member from the original band on that. I didn't know that that was possible. but That's weird. Yeah. That's suspicious. And can you look at that drummer right now? Ladies and gentlemen, you need to look at this drummer if you are listening to this. Look at him. So when we went to go see him, he had a fan blowing on his hair. He's got this long, majestic hair. He looked like the guy from I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. The entire concert. Like, I couldn't look away from him. I wish I could have videoed it. I think Josh did. And if if anybody's interested, I'll get that video so you can see it. Because it is is a spectacle to see. It's amazing. Uh, I am looking him up. Oh, yeah. Right? <gasps> they groom wow. themselves well. Like, oh my goodness. Impressive gracious. display of hair. Where did you see them? Um, At Potawatomi, okay. actually. It was, okay. it was a, a nice little intimate venue. Wow. So yeah. did they do an acoustic set? No. I can't see them doing an acoustic set. No, they did not. It was wow. good. It was fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We mm-hmm. had a lady like flash us in the eyes with her flashlight, though. She didn't realize her iPhone had turned on a flashlight. She blocked. Blinded like the first like two rows that I was sitting in. Very nice of her. Yeah. <laughs> Awareness I people. I Molly Hatchet concert and all I got was blinded. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. you've seen a couple other groups. Yeah. It's been a slow. Time. I'm sure there's more. Well, but, but remember it, COVID like happened in there. Yeah. So yep. everybody kind of paused. You know, like light. there's always Summerfest. Red yeah. Ch- I'm seeing Red Chili Peppers in April. Oh. I'm glad we were able to jolt that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Where at? Um, Minneapolis. 
<gasps> You're leaving the state of I'm Wisconsin? I'm leaving the state. I know. It's going to be so scary. I'm going to bring like fanny packs and things. I'm probably going to put a name tag on with my number. If lost, please return to. She's got a knotted brain, folks. She might get and lost. she will absolutely <laughs> explain any situation <laughs> that needed to know. Okay. So I was here and then I was there and then all of a sudden I lost my group. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll still have the the velcro thing on your wrist yes. that's get oh boy the, the little backpack the little animal yeah. backpack that you think is really cute but really it's like no. a, a, a strain like for your kid yeah okay uh all right so we've gone over the bands we've caught up on everything we've caught up on everything but what, what's a new thing Kilimanjaro. We did kind of. Right. We, I think we briefly said something about it last time. Okay. So now this, I'm going to try to keep it as as not long and drawn out well, as I can. Well, let's break it. Let's go back. Because mm-hmm. um, we're doing good on time. Okay. We're perfect. doing good. If you are in terms of great. like leaving here. I'm doing great. Okay. So w- what's the genesis of you wanting to go to Kilimanjaro? Yeah. Africa. So we. Um, so By the way, when Toto I, just plays in my head. I, every time, right? Did um, you it to rained it while time? we were there, so of course we did it. <laughs> I mean, how do you not? So we, um, when I say we, um, Pete Southwick, his daughter Ashley, yeah. who was a former Johnsonville employee, <clears throat> um, her and I were discussing at our desk one year or one day that it was our 30th birthday that year, and we're like, "What do you want to do? We should probably do something." What do you want to do when you grow up? And I had recently got my hair done, and my hairdresser had gone to, like, Kilimanjaro and did four of the five treks. Okay. So I was like, let's go to Kilimanjaro. Let's let's go climb a mountain, you know? Just throwing it down. I mean, it was going to be something like that, a little adventure, you know? So I was like, check it out. So Aaron Blakely is married to Ashley, right? Yep, yep, So Aaron is obliged to come. Oh. And if you know Aaron, I, he, he had no choice. Well, he wanted to. <laughs> okay. Whether, you know, I I don't know how those conversations went, no, but he I was coming. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, pardon me as I get comfy again. Yeah, yeah, we're you, we're getting ready for an wow, adventure. She tale is here. Ab- like okay. she actually got into a stance, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready for this. Okay. So Aaron is like the guy that reads the manual, right? Mm-hmm. You buy a new oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. read the manual. Mm-hmm. I'm the girl that opens up the box. And I'm like, well, there's a power button, a plug-in, and a trigger button. I'm thinking of my air blower. Like my, my, my dad got me a leaf blower for Christmas, folks. So that's where I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, Aaron would have read that manual. I'm like, well, all these things seem really like common sense. I should be able to figure this out on my own. Game on. <laughs> Game on. And away we go. So Aaron's like doing all this research and Ashley and I are just like, yeah, okay, sounds good, whatever. Yeah. He's like, let's let's get like these different vitamins that are great for altitude sickness and this and that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, I'm just going to show up. Well, so now here we go. What year are we talking here? 2019. 2019. Right bo- so the year before COVID, right? Okay. We got back in March. Had we postponed oh, that yeah. a year, we would have came back right in the midst of COVID oh, shutdown. Oh, my goodness. Nuts. So anyways, we, um, you know, we... We go. There's four of us. Um, Ashley had a friend along, and um, it was a blast, right? So we're, like, excited, and just our trip there was a little chaotic, right? You know, you sit on a plane for 16 hours, and then you kind of start going through, you know, like, we went to a couple of different countries, and um, 
it's just interesting, right? Like it's a culture shock in a little bit of a way that, you know, not everything runs the same. Like sure. airports are a little bit different. Security looks a little bit different. Everything's different. Wow. Um, but, you know, you you get to your end and you're like your, your end location and you just feel like, oh, I'm here. Mm. And yeah. Which, um, when you say here, are you saying the base of the mountain? No. Nope. Or are you saying we went to at like the airport? The town of Mush- Mushi. Okay. I think I'm saying that right. And we just got to like we we had a couple beers. We like sat around the the day one. You're just getting all of your stuff out so, so they can inspect it because you go up with a group of people, right? Sure. Um, they help you carry all of your tents and your gear, so it's like a a little bit more of a an experience where you're not doing like the super crazy hard work of carrying all that stuff up. They're helping you with like your base camps. Okay. Um, so. Uh, they come through, they inspect all of our stuff, and, you know, like, then we get to the day we're going up, right? And they drive you up to a certain altitude, and, um, you know, day one, we're going through the drunk, like, the jungle, I'd call it. Like, nice. it's, like, very, like, shrubbery, sh- green green shrubbery, um, tall trees, beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's hilarious, because they want to take you very slow. They want to be very, like, aware that they don't want you to get sick, right, climbing up, oh, the, okay. you know, elevation. And um, one in our group, it was it was funny because it gives you calf burnout like crazy, mm. right? And I thought I'd train before I'd go, but I didn't. <laughs> I think I so kind of trained. So what was your, your training regimen like? We went to Arizona and we did um, Mount Humphreys. We went there and did a climb and then just to kind of get un- like an understanding of our altitude, like how, yeah. how our body would okay. react to that. Um, given it wasn't nearly as high, I think we got to, oh, I don't even know what that, that altitude was anymore, but not, not that much. Okay. Right. But enough to just kind of understand where we were at. Um, well, I guess I'm wondering, like, do you do stair climbs? Oh, you would do any? stair climbs. What I okay. actually was told to do, um, was that you run down a hill and you walk back up it. So I have honeymoon hill in Holstein. And so I would run down and walk up. They don't cut the grass there. During the summer, I so it's just like long weeds. Yeah, yeah, I just I picture you like arm hands overhead, like oh yeah, Wah! running um, down this hill. It is like that. <laughs> I'm not. You're right. With what what you're picturing is spot on. And okay. I brought my dog because she had a weight issue. Okay. And the little head doesn't help when she gets a little on the heavier side. She really, in fact, she the looks like a seal. Shrinks. If I'm gonna say anything, she looks like a seal. <laughs> Aaron and Ashley used to babysit for me or dog sit her. And one day he followed her around. Again, see, this is a squirrel brain. He followed her around with a video camera and goes, oh, 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 like she was a little seal, but she really looked like one. And that was my fault. I got, got hard. You know, you get busy. Poor dog. I just, I love her. Shout out to Allie. Good dog. Okay. But anyways. So you're training. You're so, running downhills yep. and walking up them. Yep. Your dog looks like a seal at the time. Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. So um, anyways, so that was the, like the training, you know, and I bought a mask to try to it, like you can buy these masks that help you. Oh, I've um, seen them. Yeah. Like it, it covers your mouth. It sh- like gives you only a certain amount yeah. of oxygen. Like, you know, it, it percentages it up, whatever it is. I okay. don't know. But so I bought one of those and I figured I'd just walk on a stair climber and that's how I train. I used it once. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really train very hard for this, right? So. So second time around, what would you do differently? 
I mean, I want to say that I would. But, you know, that first day was hard. You get calf burnout. But then after that, they really, like, they make sure that these, they they understand what they're doing to your body. So Mm. they really make sure that they come up with these, um, the miles and the elevation that you're doing per day to to really accommodate your body. And, like, you have to get to your base camps, right? These are community-based camps. So either way, you are doing that whole trip. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've planned that out accordingly for like yeah. an average person okay um so i would say that the climb itself wasn't crazy mm-hmm. until we got to summit day and this is all my fault whoa i feel like we just stepped into a quentin tarantino movie this or is like uh, buckle just heard up the end because this is gonna get oh this I'm, is gonna get i'm gonna say not graphic but it's gonna get humbling <laughs> <What>? on my part <laughs> and okay. anybody that has heard this story knows where this is going <laughs> Uh, you're, you're hearing it here <laughs> first, folks. I don't know what's about to happen. So um, the day before Summit, mm-hmm. you leave at midnight. Keep in mind, you leave at midnight on Summit Day. Okay. So um, the day before, they do an acclimation hike. They take you up to an elevation, then they bring you back down. But they want to see how your body reacts to this um, elevation. Okay. And um, so, you know, we sit down and we have our lunch after we get to this peak and um when you're mountain climbing mm-hmm. what does a lunch consist of a lunch oh they stuff you full of food they make pancakes I, like i was eating like a, a queen every okay. every day they made well, i mean you think about it you, you're burning calories yeah. huh? Okay. proteins they're giving you lots of carbs um they give you snacks popcorn they have this like tea every night um like sweet things like lots of cinnamon and stuff like that like it, it was really good we I'm took like, pictures of some of it i want to um, go just to eat it was amazing having someone cook like someone was cooking for your every meal. I'm like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to go back home now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. That no, was you're a little good. Um, but yeah, so we, we got done. We're sitting there for lunch and our, our um, guides were like, if you're not feeling sick right now, you don't have to take your, your altitude medication if you're feeling okay. Mm. Um, they're like, chances are you'll probably feel fine. Well, everybody in my group took theirs. They weren't feeling bad by any means, but they're like, well, we're going to take it. And I didn't because they told us that one of the side effects of this altitude medication is that you go to the bathroom a lot, causing the group to take breaks more often. And I'm like, I don't I don't know. I feel totally fine right now. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to chance it. And so we go back to base camp. We we eat. We sleep. You know, like we were just playing cards every night. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm just going to quick side break. Yeah, please. Let's do it. At night, you know, you're above the clouds already at this point. And I have never felt so small in my life because you're just like, it's unfiltered sky. I've never seen so many stars in my life. Really? I would just sit out at night and just stare. Like I just hold on to my cup of tea and I just stare up at the sky it like it humbles you in such an amazing way like mm-hmm. i w- there will never be a sight that i see that is more beautiful like if i would do that again that's the exact reason why i would do it wow to to just be in that moment again uh-huh. peaceful amazing um it it just reminds you of all you're the things you're grateful a for beautiful picture right yeah now. It, it was i i i honestly i i, I hope that anybody that like wants to do something like that like has that opportunity to see that because it's it's truly it takes your breath breath away Mm. you know but anyways okay so moving on we get up at 11 Mm o'clock um to get ready for our hike and now we're at the point where we're um 
11 p.m. Oh. And then you go, or wait, yeah, p.m. And then 12 a.m. is like when you really like start your ascent. So it's still dark out? It's still dark out. You're wearing okay. a headlamp. Oh, wow. And that's where this is going to get, this okay. is going to get a little, little, oh man. My I can't wait to buckled. look at your face when I tell you the, the part. So anyways, you're doing switchbacks at this point. And for those of you that don't know what a switchback, it's like where you zigzag up the mountain because you can no longer go straight up and straight down. You have to kind of zigzag so that way it's safe and that it's um, easier on your body. It, it's not a direct route up. It also gives your time, your body time to acclimate. Okay. So when we stayed at base camp like that night, I started developing a headache. And at this point, it's too late to take my altitude sickness medicine because it wouldn't kick in in time. So I know what I'm in for at this point. Like I did this to myself, <sighs> right? So we get to a point where all of a sudden my head just feels like it's going to explode. But I also now have pressure in my stomach. Something needs to happen, right? And we're, again, at a point where you're zigzagging and the grade, I, what, what would you say this degree is? Um, I don't know. Uh, like a 45 is straight up and down, right? Like right. It's, it's well, this is a 90. A 90, 90. So, so like 45, yeah, right? Yeah, 45, 45 degrees. Yeah. So I'm at like a, we're at a 45 degree angle, keep in mind. And our guides cannot let us out of sight. Makes sense. Because at this point, it's nighttime, yeah. and everybody's flashing their headlights. He's like, I need to be able to see you if you're going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, you do? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, my whole body or my, like, you know, I'm like, I'm just, I'm I'm a little concerned about what everybody's going to have <laughs> to go through for this. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's, it, there's, luckily, there's this huge rock about five feet off the path. Big old rock. Big old rock. So, and keep in mind, groups are coming back and going past us, walking right towards this their this rock with their headlamps pointing directly at it, so everybody can see me. <laughs> um, have you ever had to reverse plank? Because it took a brand new meaning for me after that day. Joe, nothing is more humbling than having to reverse plank on a mountain, doing your business with every headlamp pointing your direction every time someone walks by because it's too dangerous for you to do your business in private at this point on the top of the mountain, right? So let me get let me get the vision. I'm really sorry for laughing. <laughs> no, it's it's the vision I have in my head is that you're you're back is facing the ground yes so you're, you're back down to the yes. ground but you're up on your elbows on on my on, on my wrist hands. on my hands and because you're doing it like you're you're oh yeah with your like because i'm i'm facing down the mountain right my feet are pointed down the mountain and keep in mind i kick a rock at some point like one oops Oop. One about like the size of um, what would be a good comparison here, you guys, like a grapefruit. Oh, and great. I was scared because it's switchback, so it's getting wider down the mountain. I'm like, oh, my God, I just kicked a rock. And that's, you know, like any time a rock falls, you go like, um, I forgot what it is. It? Like, it's or? like rock down or um, something. Like to, look up. To, to, yeah. It, okay. Don't look up. <laughs> Cover oh, your head. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Tip to you. And so anyways, I was like, um. All of these bad things are happening. What's I'm the call for if there's stuff, stuff coming down the mountain. Down? <laughs> they they didn't give me that. That wasn't something I was at all prepared for, right? And so this is the most humbling experience of my life. I'm bathroom shy on top of it. <laughs> so 
<laughs> like here we are this is my life and and what happened in that moment didn't even help really like the head was still a problem oh. but at this point and then I kicked a bunch of rocks into my pants so I'm walking <laughs> up with rocks in my pants <laughs> It was, I think I, I tried to black most of this out. Like everything up until we got to summit, I tried to black out. Yeah, I think I see a tear coming down yeah. your face. Abby, I, I really do appreciate you coming on and telling us these stories. Okay, so you, you had your reverse plank moment and mm-hmm. nothing helped. Right. You're still feeling pain yep. or pressure, whatever you want to call it. But there's no going down at this point. Yeah. Like we're going all the way to the top. And you've got rocks in your britches. Yeah. You know, and it it ended up being fine. You know, we got up to the top. I mean, at at this point, it's fine. fine. It's fine. fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. It's fine. (laughs) So when you get to the top, they give you hot water to kind of snap you out of it a little bit, right? Interesting. Mm -hmm. To drink? Yeah, to drink. Oh, okay. So I get my hot water. And we can see the sign. We can see the flags. We're almost there. But I'm basically delirious at this point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we do. I am. Well, I mean, it's all relative. Yeah. I mean, you delirious. uh, Mm -hmm. But I had a very strategic outfit that I wanted to display in our picture on the summit. Of course you did. I brought Bill Murray up with me. I had a Bill Murray shirt on, right? And remember how I was telling you I didn't really train for this? So I gained actually a little weight leading up to it and i bought these these smaller ish not intentionally i just really love these snow pants and i'm like oh they only have this size i'm getting them i'm gonna train i'm gonna lose the weight so i will i'll send you this picture I'm so of happy us you didn't die oh me too me too oh it gets the down is oh actually more challenging does bill so, murray know that you reverse i hashtag like i oh no he no i did i did try to post it to him I tried to like shout him out I'm like I brought you to Kilimanjaro with me even if you might not have done it I brought you with me <laughs> on my Instagram and he's like oh yeah I got lots of people taking me to Kilimanjaro probably but mine your story's mine way was better. better I don't I think if he had context he may reach out to you Joe it's so bad like okay. my pa- my pants are unzipped my shirt like my jacket is open because I want Bill to be out but my pants are unzipped I look like a mess and like there's this one picture where like Ashley's giving or uh, Aaron's giving Ashley a kiss on the cheek and they're yeah, cute on the nice. side and then uh-huh. her friends looking at me with her hands out like what the heck's going on because I don't know what I'm doing I'm just standing in, like with my, my my snow pants unbuttoned and Bill Murray out and I have this thing on my I'm a wreck, right? I can't wait to send you so this, this picture. picture exists. <laughs> it does. I'll send it. It's so funny. Like, and um, so my coworker when I came back, she's the sweetest thing ever. But she sent because we sent we had all the pictures online. She printed it and put it on my desk when I got <gasps> back. <laughs> I'm like, wow! I didn't realize how rough I looked. Well, yeah, Abby, you were delusional. Oh, yeah. You looked great at the moment, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, yes, really. I felt like I was on top of the world. Well, you know, I was, was 13,000 feet, 19,000 feet up. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Uh-huh. So you make it to the top with, with some extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. And you've got rocks in your pants, which that just <laughs> to me is 
That's the ice. No, there's got to be more coming. Huh? So. I mean, it, we're basically at the end of this, right? So going down, we have walking sticks, right? Oh, really? And going down is way harder. That's why they have you run down hills because you're, the quad burnout you get is insane. And we find this out after we get down, but both of our guides were sick and we're thinking about having backup guides go up because they both got sick. So they are running down this hill. Keep in mind, they do this every, every week, right? right? They're used to it. Yeah. And then you've got us trying to keep up with them and i like i almost pulled my quad quads like three times then my walking stick broke what it was horrible the down was harder than the up and you do it in a day and a half how how many days does it take to get up so we did it takes five up and a day and a half down oh my goodness yeah, yeah it's insane you are hoofing yeah but it was really it was really pretty like there was a lot of cool stuff like we had a helicopter come up because someone must have needed to come down oh but it was like gosh. up in the fog like in the clouds and it's just right next to you all of a sudden you're like oh my god there's a helicopter right next to us <laughs> yeah wow yeah. intense that's crazy yeah but it was fun and um then we went on a safari so this gets Okay, this part's a little intense, too. I forgot Here about this. So we go on the safari. Our driver speaks English, but it's, you know, a little little dice, like a little choppy. Okay, choppy. And Got it. Um, it was great. The safari was amazing. But then on our way back, he hits this pothole, right? And a light goes out in his vehicle. There are checkpoints along this road at okay. some point, And we're okay. kind of like in a... I don't know if you call it like shanty, like you're in a little town setting, right? Okay. And like, it's it's Africa, right? They've mm-hmm. got meat hanging from hooks. There's stray dogs everywhere running around the road, and it was just like a int- like intense experience, like how people talk to one another is different. Okay. There, you know, right? And our driver was yelling at the cop that pulled him over, like yelling at him, and I'm like, we can't get stuck here. Like, you know, and, and it's, again, a cultural sh- culture shock, right? Yeah. Because you're like, maybe this is normal and it's not like we don't have to worry about him get, getting arrested. arrested and us being stuck right here right now because I don't know what we would do. We yeah. we have no idea what we would do at that point, you know? So um, it was just like a super intense moment, I would yeah. say, where like you kind of go into this, how would we figure out our lives from here because we know no <laughs> one here and so you have to like go back to the beginning yeah kind of yeah oh my god so um but that was that was probably the most excitement after the the so how long were you in um, africa all around 10 days 10 days yep we got to stop in dubai one of our we had oh, like wow. a very long layover in dubai both both ways amazing it was beautiful we didn't really go out and see anything because we tried to like you know save your energy but oh, on the yeah. way back we were just gassed Oh, I suppose. But the airport itself is a city that you could just walk around in. Wow. It's amazing. Dubai seems like a, another worldly city to me in general. I mean, Very. just the fact that the cops have Lamborghinis mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. the playground of the rich. It is. Basically. Very mm-hmm. much. Very much. I, I was wow. happy to be able to experience just to see it, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah. I certainly couldn't imagine being there. <sighs> wow, so. Abby. Yeah. So you... You can say something that not many people can say. Uh, probably no one can. No, maybe one or two people in the I, world. I, like you mean like with the Kilimanjaro thing? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I think There's that you have the most unique story maybe ever. That's a big statement. Okay. I that's a big statement. I mean. Kilimanjaro. I would like to say that <laughs> that, that, in, that personal experience. Yeah. I mean. 
I'm sure lots of people have them, I but maybe not, not so open about it. <laughs> I did not expect that coming in today. I you knew, did not prep I me knew that. in the no. least. Oh. And that's, again, why I appreciate talking <laughs> with the one and only Abby Beagle. I like to think that our stories are all unique and there's nothing embarrassing about them. Well, really, I mean, to, you've proven that. You just have to be okay with yourself. I mean, it's your life. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. literally living it, and yeah. all you're doing is sharing that with the world. So, how I, For me, I'm like, how can I not share that? That was like, we we laughed about a lot of that. Like, you know, when I when we got back to base camp that, yeah. that day, like, I just remember us laughing so much. Like, it was a, it's a humbling experience, but when I look back at it now, I'm like, I hate to say I'm not I'm not glad that it happened, but I'm also like That's it an was an experience. experience. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, well, and to just to go back to your original episode, I remember closing on that episode and then editing it. And I was like, I think we got too personal with Abby. <laughs> and and here you are <laughs> topping it, throwing that one out of the, the window and saying, yeah. oh, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer. We got more. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, Abby, how much time do I have to give you to come up with even more crazy stories? <sighs> I mean, in terms of, like, do I wait oh. a year? Do I wait two years to this have was you back what, on? This was, this was six years, right? Yeah. This was six years. I don't have anything crazy planned. Well, how about this? When your house finally gets done. <laughs> Yes, there we go. Come back on. It'll probably be another six years. Maybe if you do a weight <laughs> loss program with your pup. Yeah. You know, oh, come on. Constant. Talk about that. I don't know. Or if you have mm. any other, you know, mm-hmm. um, moments. Yeah. Come on anytime and let us know. Absolutely. Oh we'll my do. Gosh. Once I build up a bank of enough uh, enough experiences, I'll come back. I really don't think it's going to take you long, my dear. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Oh, Abby, thank you so much for this absolutely unique episode. Um, and again, I, I look forward to, I know your, your schedule is bonkers, but anytime you're on as a guest host as well, it's a lot of fun. So absolutely. Um, absolutely. looking forward to that. Uh, but come on, anytime you get a hold of me or I will just reach out randomly to you and be like, hey, you ready? <laughs> yeah. And we'll go again. But uh, for the meantime, if you wouldn't mind closing us out today. Absolutely. Uh, this is Abby, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Your microphone is your friend.